most of the time uh, devoted to the activities of the platform for progress was spent on preparations for the uh, assemblies, regional assemblies. The first one that um, uh, was scheduled to happen was uh, region Bosnia, Bosnia. And uh, we had, uh, that's, that's the one that was um, held originally online and had to be stopped because um, it was clear that some, for example, members of the verification committees were not informed of, of all the things that they needed to do. And also there are some questions about uh, possible improper behavior of some of the candidates for the, uh, who were uh, competing to lead the region. And therefore we um, basically um, stop that. Um, luckily, it lost uh, because of the confusion. and lost a significant number of delegates, and uh, was stopped because of the lack of the quorum. But so this time we organized it in person, and uh, and it was in one of the council chambers of the uh, municipality called Center, one of the four in Sarajevo was well done, well organized, um, everything went smoothly, there was electronic voting. I was in person except for some people who couldn't attend because of the fact that their business took them away from the town or they simply couldn't travel because of the illness. Um, it was, we, um, the delegates elected the current uh, council member uh, from the municipality called uh, Newtown, uh, one of the four in Sarajevo, uh, Maya Muftić-Dedovic, and she's going to be the head of the, the region called Bosnia. Uh, since then, we also had another assembly in the region uh, called Neretva, based on the river Neretva in Herzegovina. Uh, it was uh, yet another really successful in-person conference in the Hotel Bristol in the center of Mostar. And uh, we elected the uh, person who is uh, leading uh, currently our organization in the town of Konitz in Herzegovina. And, uh, uh, and the vice president uh, was uh, the lady who was uh, the interim lead of the region. Uh, Zaina Addis is the head and Zaina is the, uh, the vice president. And I forgot to mention that um, for the region uh, Bosnia, we elected um, uh, as a vice president a uh, person who is uh, uh, other person who is Ad, his name is Adis, who is the head of the local organization in town of Vokoshcha next to Sarajevo. And I apologize, I uh, uh, the name of the gentleman who is the head of the region 
uh, new head of the region of Neretva is uh, not Aris, but Aldin. Aldin. Um, so basically, we have a new two new members of the uh, presidency of Platform for Progress. And I think we have uh, elected good people, and uh, as well as the vice president, both good president and vice president. Uh, and I expect that uh, these two regions will will start in earnest to work on developing the ground organization. The next uh, assembly, regional assembly, is uh, in Tuzla this Sunday, and uh, leaving on Saturday to go there to have some visits with local organizations as well as uh, some uh, people from, from, from town, from the city. Uh, we'll have on Sunday that regional uh, assembly for the region of Sava. Uh, Tuzla is the largest city there. Um, that we will basically that will conclude uh, the three uh, the assemblies of the three of the largest regions uh, that we have in platform for progress, and uh, I'm expecting a smooth um, uh, assembly that will either confirm the existing leadership or establish the new. Uh, after that, on Monday, we will go to two cities that are close to Tuzlat, towns more like it. Uh, Sapna is one and Kalesia is the other. In Sapna, we will talk to the mayor and in Kalesia, we will talk to our local organizers. Uh, we, uh, we, already, we have also made a decision to, uh, after, to organize after these three assemblies to complete the convention that was uh, that had to be interrupted because of the lack of uh, quorum we will uh, finish that uh, by the beginning of november uh, we'll finish that the only thing that was left to be done were some reports and we will shortly thereafter Organize uh, the Congress, annual Congress. Um, every four years is uh, a Congress that where we elect a leadership, but uh, every year we have the one where we report on the current progress or things that are happening within the, within the party. Uh, this time we will also have some elections uh, because we have. Uh, Position of vice president that needs to be filled. That needs to be filled. It is also possible that uh, uh, one or more of the uh, existing existing members of the platform of the presidency of the platform for progress will have to be replaced simply because of the fact that some of them um, had to uh, resign their posts because of the uh, responsibilities at, at work. And this is really taking a, a, a great toll on, on everybody involved. So we may have to have several elections to be held in, in, in that, at the Congress. And we'll see how that... Uh, what I'm saying is that we will see, because it is not clear whether we have uh, the candidates that 
were the candidates at the time when those people were elected and received a substantial number of votes to be the stand-ins. Now, all we need to um, actually organize new elections for those positions. And uh, that will basically bring us to close to the end of the, uh, the year in terms of activities. Other activities will be related to the selection of um, uh, candidates that will be uh, that will stand uh, for election in in October of 2022. Whether there will be elections or not, we will see. The situation is really uh, murky, tricky. Uh, we have a new high representative here, high, um, highly polarized opinions in the media about uh, his role. Uh, still feeling consequences of the law that the previous high representative enacted, dealing with the uh, dealing with uh, genocide denial and making it a punishable offense. Um, elsewhere, uh, this past week also saw that uh, a, a group of people who were in some sense uh, causing a lot of disruption internally uh, for whatever reason and some that are uh, unhappy for a justified or unjustified reason whatever uh, decided to publicly leave the platform for progress uh, two of them were the representatives of the the council in the town of Elijah next to Sarajevo uh, and that was yet another attempt to um, cause bad press the platform for progress uh, because they came out in uh, in one swoop and um, honestly it is um, for the organization itself uh, some of those people were uh, expelled some of them were uh, given the uh, last warning before being expelled uh, some of them were not going through any of disciplinary processes and this will uh, help us conclude uh, many, uh, if not most, of the processes that were in place uh, trying to establish responsibility for the, for the negative events around the um, surrounding uh, platform for progress. So I think by the end of the year we should be positioned well to, to devote our attention to, to the election. Uh, there are heavy and hard tasks ahead of us, thinking about uh, the strategy for going to the election, to the uh, going into October of 2022. It is going to be a great test of our ability to find the right people to represent us on the ballot, and who will be true ambassadors of Platform for Progress. Uh, uh, it seems that nobody's really, no party is doing extremely well in, in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Whoever is in power has to deal with the COVID-19, with economic consequences of that, with, uh, with corruption that's everywhere. And uh, most recently, uh, media and 
starting to talk about the story of the oxygen, how the oxygen for hospitals is being purchased in this country, and they uncovered many irregularities in the process, which is so disappointing. We had a problem with uh, finding respirators uh, uh, for the COVID-19 victims. Now there's a question with the oxygen. And it's simply one affair after another and the demonstration of the lack of capacity and capability of the government to deal with the issues of uh, uh, issues of life or death for the citizens of this country it is amazing. So no party that is in power uh, today is enjoying uh, meaningful, positive press and trust of the people. So, um, and I just hope that all of this commotion about the, including the future of Bosnia-Herzegovina, imposed on all of us by statements from Mr. Dodik in the Republic of Srpska and Mr. Chovic, who is trying to change the electoral law to, to even further cement uh, the advantage of those nationalist parties. And then we have these pressures from Serbia and Croatia talking about Bosnia-Herzegovina. Um, on the one hand, as, a, as, a, as a, an important neighbor, on the other, undermining it constantly in, in everything they do connected with the fact that uh, Kosovo, which is neighboring, uh, a neighbor to Bosnia, Herzegovina, has some big issues with Serbia and the, the international community's focus is, is placed on them, on that situation. Uh, the United States trying to offer help to European Union, not sure that they're going to welcome it, to engage in the, all of these um, tough issues and in the end, uh, try to be productive in, in constructive in solving those problems. Uh, we'll see where this all will go. Um, don't know if it's just part of the campaign and because they're getting close to elections, or is it really uh, time to finally solve those issues uh, regarding the future of Bosnia-Herzegovina? I have no idea, but I know that it is not pleasant these days to turn on the TV at all. And, if you want to have some sanity and if you want to worry about if you worry about your health health in Bosnia Herzegovina simply don't turn on the TV and you'll be just fine. You will think you live in a in a very good world. Uh, I had um, some interesting conversations about the people who wanted who wanted to talk to me about the institute that I'm I'm announcing to um, try to establish here. Um, that has attracted uh, reasonable attention, and I really need to figure out how to get to the right people uh, to do that. I think that's basically it in terms of the update. <coughs> Sorry about that. Well, in terms of the candidates, you know I'll ask, but is your decision as to what to do for next year still hinging on whether there can be some coalitions or whatever with other parties moving forward, or kind of where does that stand? This Sunday, uh, 
There will be a meeting of the presidency where we will uh, talk about our candidate for the presidency of Bosnia Herzegovina. We asked our local organization to suggest names for that position. And based on their input, we'll talk about that. After that, we will issue uh, another call for uh, suggestions and ideas for other positions on the ballot team for the elections in 2022, entity level or the country level. So we will have that another round of conversations with our local organization to find out if we have the right candidates for many positions. All of that is needed for us before we can engage in any conversations with other parties. Because we need to know what our position is. It is one position if you have a candidate for the presidency or if you don't. If they, how many what kind of candidates you have for the uh, national parliament or the entity parliament or for the cantonal assemblies. Uh, so we anticipate that we will have, uh, we will form uh, a commission, uh, a group of people, committee, another commission, committee, perhaps four or five people who will, on behalf of Platform for Progress, speak with uh, or have conversations with other political subjects to see if there is a place for us uh, in any joint uh, appearance on um, elections uh, in 2022. Uh, those conversations can lead to something like, uh, yeah, we'll support your candidates here, you support our candidates there, we could perhaps talk about joint lists that, that everybody pitches in their best people and then you form a list together and we go for the elections. I have no idea what that would look like. And uh, I'll, I'll try to remove myself from those conversations so that uh, a committee of, from the presidency will do that, come back to the presidency and then we'll all collectively see what the best option for us is. There's always an option for us going alone. Um, not sure it's the best decision because the more parties there are, the greater possibility of um, many of us not making it at all. Because uh, for the uh, general election, the threshold is high. The minimum number of votes it's, it's, that you need to get is in tens of thousands, 20-something thousand, 25,000. And if you don't get that many, you basically get nothing. And you can imagine three, four parties getting to 20,000 votes and none of them making it at all. It stands to reason that a better approach would be to create one list and all of those people voting for it, therefore um, expanding, enhancing, increasing the likelihood, the possibility of somebody from those smaller parties actually making it. It is going to be very interesting, uh, but it is going to be a mathematical coalition if there is one 
that will simply be based on the number of votes that needs to be captured in order to get a seat in the parliament, depending on what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So, and I guess I'm hearing the platform will have a candidate for the presidency. We just don't know who that is yet, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, uh, yeah, the, uh, we will, um, the presidency, we will try to evaluate um, whether that's a good thing or not. Normally, it is a good thing for a party to have a candidate. And that can afford the presidency of the country. That candidate somehow pulls the whole list because then people will say, well, we voted for that person, let's vote for the rest of them on that list. Not always the case, but it could be. So it's a good thing, it's a positive thing to have a candidate. But we also have to be uh, conscientious of the of the overall trends and uh, other candidates, and we certainly don't want to be the ones who will prevent a good candidate to be defeated by the bad candidate because we took some votes away away from the good candidate. So. I think what will happen is that the uh, presidency will um, determine whether it's a good thing and decide yes, we will have or no, and uh, determine uh, who the candidate is going to be based on the uh, suggestions, recommendations of the local organizations, and that uh, then that person will have to say, okay, I'm willing to do that. So that might be. Uh, a two-step process. First, the decision, a uh, three-step process, decision, yes or no, if he asked them who that is, and the third step would be that that person accepts it. So we'll see how that would play out. Would be nice. Start, the process would start this Sunday. It would be nice if the other parties would think the way yours is thinking. It's like do, taking votes away from somebody else in terms of yeah, <laughs> yeah. ideal world. I'm sorry. I have to tell you, I'm really disappointed, very disappointed by the lack of maturity, of political maturity of the people here in Bosnia-Herzegovina, politicians. It is always about them, then their party, and then if there's any leftover, then the country. So, and I think it should be the other way around. What's the best for the country? Let's figure that out. And then if we can uh, work together, that would be the best. I mean, it is clear that in this country, the whole opposition should just get together and say, okay, if you want to make a change, let's get together. Us splitting the votes doesn't help at all. Let's us, let's get together and figure out who has the best representative, representative for which level of the government. And there could be uh, a two-pronged approach. For, can, for, for the cantonal level, it might be, the math is such that the more players, the better. The better chance of grabbing uh, seats in the cantonal uh, assemblies. But at the high level, from what I understand, at the entity level and the state country level, it is better to have, to get behind one candidate, behind few candidates. Uh, just the way the math works. So we should be smart if or get smart in a hurry. If 
we truly are concerned about the state of the country. We should carefully review the electoral law, understand what the mathematics of it says, and then behave accordingly. Because it is complicated. The, the, uh, the whole process of electing candidate, electing the winners um, is really complicated. So we need to uh, be very smart about it. And just backtracking a little bit too on these regional assemblies that have been happening and are, will continue to happen. Can you talk a little bit about the significance or the importance of these? Because this is a process that's happening now that you were not afforded in 2018 and what it means for the platform and grassroots and those types of things. Right. These regional assemblies really establish the who will lead the, the region. And uh, we have, in the past six months, basically stopped doing any uh, groundwork simply because uh, when we establish when we don't have somebody in that uh, leadership position we first appoint somebody for uh, a period of three months the presidency does and then we ask that person to organize the assembly within three months uh, Unfortunately, in the last three months, because of everything that was happening in Platform for Progress, all the uh, turmoil, we couldn't organize those uh, within three months. And so now there are some of those interim uh, leaders uh, that are there for six or more months. Uh, the problem is also that the delegates at the, uh, the delegates in those assemblies are really the uh, members of the local committees, uh, city municipality committees. They are they form the delegates at the assembly. And if the interim leader is going and now could really is work the work the uh, go to the uh, the region and um, establish several and expand the organization and establish new boards, new new governing uh, boards or committees, uh, they will be accused of getting their delegates who will vote for them. You know, I, you go, you establish organization in the city, they establish the leadership group, that leadership group is that those are the delegates on the, on the, on the, uh, at the assembly. And so most of those interim leaders were hesitant to, to work hard to expand the organization in the region because they didn't want to be accused of uh, improper behavior and prepping, uh, creating larger pool of their delegates. And so we as a platform for purpose uh, got actually hurt by not developing further organization, regional organizations. And now that those processes are over in the region Bosnia, in the region Nerefa, we can go ahead and start establishing, developing, expanding our organization. And I cannot wait for that to happen in the region south as well. The other three regions we really we are worried about, uh, Darina on the east, uh, Verbas on the, on the west, and Una northwest. Uh, the regions in uh, Darina and Verbas primarily in uh, Republika Srpska, whereas 
Una is primarily in federation, but with a large element in the Bundesliga. We have fewer members there, and it's hard to really establish uh, good leadership, people who have uh, the passion and the time and the organizational skills to develop organizations. So we need to figure out how to proceed. And of course, there's always the diaspora, the seventh region, the people who are working hard in probably 13 countries, but three or four are, are in very good shape. Others uh, need to be fortified in, in many ways. So we'll see. That will go. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought you said that there was, um, you were going to be electing a new vice president of the yes. platform. Now, wasn't the previous gentleman from Republika Srpska? Yes, Alexander Eskic. Uh, he was. Uh, uh, yes, he had to resign that mm -hmm. post for private reasons. Uh, he's going through some um, tough issues in his private life, and he just didn't want it to reflect uh, itself on the platform for progress. And therefore, because of that, yeah, we will have to find a replacement for that position. And, and, and this, at this hour, uh, based on our bylaws, we have established, we, uh, we elected uh, Yasmina uh, Numanovic uh, to be, uh, Yasmina Stepanovic Numanovic to be uh, then interim vice president, and she's a member of the presidency, and she is there as a representative of uh, uh, women. And there are two of them for that. Uh, two positions are gender related. If there are, if there are more women than men, we elect men in those positions. There are more men than women, we we elect women in those positions. And she is one of those, and she was she was elected among us to be the one who will fulfill the, the role of shoes of Alexander Eskijer to fulfill or per, uh, be responsible uh, for the activities normally uh, done by the vice president, by the vice president, president of the party, vice president of the party. And just one quickly, you briefly mentioned about the institute, you say, Exploratory efforts are, are going well in terms of your efforts there? Yeah, I'm talking to a lot of people. A lot of people are, are coming out and telling me we would like to participate. I started searching the world for similar institutes. So today I was looking at that. And uh, surprisingly, there were, there were many. I, I would like to focus on the digital society and all the elements of that. And there are four or five or six in the world. Digital Society Institute. So I need to come up with a different uh, uh, name. But one of them was in, in uh, one of them in, in um, Belgium, I believe, was really, really similar in focus. Uh, was talking about the values of the society as well and improving human lives and the ethics and uh, very, very similar. So I'm going to try to talk to the head of that institute to see. Uh, their experiences and uh, what a focus for us would look like and if we can collaborate. I would also obviously love the University of North Carolina Charlotte to be a uh, big part of that. So we'll see how that will play out. But um, I'm excited about that because of the possibility. You know, if that is successful, 
young people would have no reason to go out. Those who are very talented in terms of the IT-related stuff and looking to stay home, and but they have bright opportunities. So I, I would love to do that, but hopefully. You will. If, I know you too well. You want to do it, it'll happen. It's going to happen. Thank you. Appreciate it.